Hey everyone, welcome back to the Journey with Joy podcast. Today, I wanted to talk about the seven pillars of mindfulness, which are basically kind of like the seven main practices that are used to help you stay grounded in the present moment. I don't believe that learning so thoroughly about this is necessary because actually all of these seven pillars can be realized simultaneously (laughs) in the present moment. So because of that, I just, I don't want anybody to worry about memorizing each one of these seven pillars or just taking notes really seriously, um, jotting stuff down, unless that helps you. Anyways, um, with that said though, I did think that it would be super nice to walk through these pillars together because I do think they're super helpful in keeping us grounded. And even if you take just one thing away from this episode or one pillar resonates with you, I think that's fantastic because even practicing one of these pillars of mindfulness helps lead to the other one. One of the very first pillars of mindfulness is non-judging or non-judgment. I actually, if you haven't seen, made a big episode on moving away from complaints or from our complaining mind because judgments especially if they're used very often in our day-to-day life, can really change our state of consciousness to feel more negative and to kind of fuel more negativity around us. So actually, at the very kind of beginning of my spiritual journey, I really started to notice how judgmental I actually was. And I really began to move away from that for the first time like it was honestly kind of crazy to see for the first time from an outside perspective how much I would judge people on a daily basis how irritated I would get by small things which eventually with practice with letting the present moment come in I would start to see well why do I have to judge this person for that (laughs) and I slowly started to move away from it the more I let presence in. Even being the awareness behind your irritation or just something, someone that bothers you, I think it's important to take a deep breath when you feel that judgment arising and just ask yourself, why am I bothered? Does this really affect me? Is it worth getting this angry about? I remember that There were some days that I would be in a fantastic mood when I left the house and then, I don't know, for example, I'd go to get a coffee at a coffee shop and maybe the barista was just a little bit rude to me, had a little bit of attitude or something. And then I'd be super set off or super irritated for the rest of the day when in reality, I didn't need to judge that person. And those people that we judge, those are actually really great teachers for us to stay present within ourselves, even when we do feel a need to judge others. Being aware of our judging mind slowly and over time 
will empower us so much (laughs) and it's just an awesome liberation because we actually don't have to be affected to such an extent by our external surroundings and the things that we experience. We have the potential to stay grounded in who we are in the present moment, even if somebody does something that would typically irritate us. We have the power to not judge them and to just accept them and actually see the goodness in them. So let's move on to the second pillar, which is patience. When I read A New Earth, uh, Eckhart Tolle talks about how people really struggle with patience and the biggest dilemma of humanity during this period of time is that people kind of subconsciously believe that the next moment is better than this one. So because they believe that, we're not really always capable of wanting to be here for the moment that we're in and seeing how how much beauty it can bring us, actually. So patience is extremely important and accepting where we are right now, accepting where our feet are, There's so much beauty and potential to the moment that I'm living in right now. And even if something is slightly uncomfortable and it feels a little bit uneasy, there's so much beauty in being patient with myself and trusting the process. Patience actually taught me so much, uh, especially looking back to even six months ago when I felt quite uneasy for the first time in my life. My career was not planned whatsoever and I didn't feel like I wanted to be in the moment that I was in and the more I battled that, the more my patience got tested, the further away I came from the present moment. But eventually, when I just surrendered to where I was and I just accepted that, you know, I don't know. I don't know what I want to do with my career. This is the moment I'm in. Let me embrace the beauty that's in front of me. I don't have to wait to the next moment to be content with my life. That's when all this beauty and joy started rushing into my life again. Patience is such a big thing for me, I would say. This is probably one of the biggest pillars of mindfulness that I'm just still in the process of mastering and something that resonates so big with me. The third pillar of mindfulness is a beginner's mind, which I think I would often also refer to as open-mindedness, keeping an open mind to different ways of healing, different ways of perceiving different ideas. I'll tell you guys (laughs) a little story Uh, with kind of my growth with open-mindedness. I would say that the first time I was exposed to spirituality or I kind of got my very first glimpse of spiritual awakening, my mom got sick with cancer when I was around seven or eight. I was having a pretty hard time with it, clearly. But during that time... I kind of became more open to religion (laughs) and I actually 
went to a Catholic school at the time and I actually found a lot of kind of joy and peace in going to cathedrals or churches during that that little period of time. Uh, not going to mass or anything, just sitting in church and praying on my own. I found it really healing and empowering. And I actually, I really felt like a sort of joy and peace after it when I used to say these prayers and allow myself to be present. Around that time, my mom was also kind of very open-minded to practicing different forms of healing. She was such a positive light during her treatment, like I, I can't tell you, but she was really open to learning about mindfulness during her treatment. And she learned a little bit of Buddhism, I think. And during that time, she also tried to introduce it to me. So I would practice meditating and attend workshops with her where we would basically meditate or do different forms of healing. And I just remembered both of those religions separately and kind of in moderation helped me so much to practice stillness and to find a sort of peace and joy within myself. I just think I wouldn't have been exposed to as much healing as I did if I didn't live through that open-minded lens of trying different forms of healing, of letting myself open up as much as I could. And I think that it is super awesome and super important that we can have all of these different forms of awakenings and you know we should listen if we can to all sorts of different perspectives be open be open to that without judgment because at least just speaking for myself opened up my potential to invite in more presence into my life so even trying Things like yoga, sound healing, prayer, exploring different religions has been such a beautiful process for me. And in addition, I feel that open-mindedness could also mean being open to criticism, which is something I have to work on, <laughs> if I'm being 100% honest. Not always being so defensive to our sense of self and maybe the labels that we might attach to that. Moving on to the next pillar of mindfulness, which is trust. Trusting yourself and your potential. Just knowing that you are home, you're safe, and you're enough. And if you are going through some sort of a challenge or a little phase or period of time, Know that this too shall pass and that you have the potential to come out of this, take the goodness from it, and leave behind what you don't need. So I think when we do practice letting presence into our life slowly, we have to trust that it's okay that there's moments that we feel less present and moments where we feel extremely present. We, we have to trust our potential to grow and that everything will work out the way that it's supposed to work out. All right, the fifth pillar of mindfulness is non-striving. 
not always living for the next moment or striving to be somewhere else. I think inevitably we all plan for the future in moderation, for practical reasons, for finances, but there's a difference between that and in living for the next moment more than you're living for this one. It's very important to practice being present and not always wanting more, not always striving for more, but just being content with where we are. Letting ourselves bask in the present moment is such a form of liberation. <laughs> Moving on to the sixth pillar of mindfulness, which is acceptance. Acceptance is a big one. <laughs> Sometimes we haven't even fully uncovered everything that we have to accept yet within ourselves, but accepting how you feel when you feel it is very, very important. It's, I think it's one of the biggest teachings in Buddhism, actually, that we should never push away how we feel. In the episode Transforming Anxiety, I called it transforming anxiety for a reason, <laughs> not pushing away anxiety, because first and foremost, any uncomfortable emotion that comes up, like sadness, anxiety, anger, it's important to accept it as it's occurring so that we don't cling on to it and that we give ourselves the space to transform it as it's happening. So if you feel a little bit anxious, for me, I always try to give myself the space to transform that anxiety. So if I, before I go to work, I notice this big surge of anxiety within my body, I'll give myself the space to sit down, take a few deep breaths, breathe into where I feel anxious, and not try to push it away, not try, not, not try to tr like create a sort of happiness out of it, but just accept that that's how I feel today. This is where I am. This is how I'm feeling in this moment. And by breathing into it, I can actually transform it. When I allow myself to feel fully to my fullest potential and accept that I'm feeling however I'm feeling, I even kind of invite a sense of gratitude into it because I'm opening up the space to be fully honest with myself. You don't have to force anything that's unnatural. You can accept that sometimes you have waves of anxiousness and that's okay. It's not who you are. It's just how you feel and it's not a bad thing to experience that. So always accepting how we feel is such an awesome way to just be authentic with ourselves. All right, moving on to the final pillar of mindfulness. <laughs> Letting go is the seventh pillar of mindfulness. When you have accepted all that you need to, all the things that are arising within you, and you just accept them fully, without any judgment, without any interpretation, you just accept that they are the way they are, and you don't feel a need to hold a space for them anymore, you don't feel that holding a space for them benefits you anymore, then 
we can give ourselves the space to let go. To let go of old narratives or old emotions and not cling on to them as a part of who we are. And that is such a beautiful liberation that we don't have to feel guilty for. We can let go of old pain and old narratives and let ourselves smile and be lighter than we were before. So I honestly just thought it would be really fun to go through those seven pillars because I feel like just through inviting presence into my life, they've naturally began to arise more and more. So anyways, I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Those are all of the seven pillars. The truth is, the answer to reaching all of them all at once is within the breath. If you can open up and have the will to be present through the moments that you live through, through your conversations, through your emotions, you will be more grounded and in control of things. And slowly, we will all smile bigger and feel lighter. Because when presence rushes in, happiness follows right after, you know? I mean, not immediately, sometimes indirectly. But I believe that all of us have the potential to invite more presence into our life. And it's okay if you just started your spiritual journey and you're feeling like a lot of emotions are surging up. There's no right path on anybody's spiritual journey. At the beginning of my spiritual journey, I had to hit rock bottom before I shot up and became super happy after that. So anyways, I hope that you guys really like this episode. You guys are all amazing. You're all super awesome. If anyone listening right now has any questions and you're not already following the social media, you can follow the Instagram account at a journey with joy podcast if you want to ask any sort of question. I answer all of the questions anonymously. Thank you guys so much for listening. I really hope that this episode inspired you in some way and I will leave you off with a few journal prompts. How can you be more open-minded about different ways of healing? Okay, this is, a, this is a fun question. What is something creative or some sort of process that can enable you to trust yourself more? Do you find yourself often striving for the next moment more than living in this one? And how can you transform that? And what is an emotion you find most difficult to accept? And how can you transform that? So... Those are the questions for this week. I'll talk to you guys soon. Sending you so much love.